Hey there, Smelly Bellies. Welcome to another episode of the Smelly Cast Podcast with Phil and Mike. We have a very powerful episode for you. A super powerful episode, if I may say. So you've got some treats in store for you, and we are very excited to share them. We also got some great reviews of a new soda, and uh, you got to watch this or listen to this episode to really figure out what that's about. It's going to be worth it. And um, let's get to it. Let's get to it. I love our weekly dance-off. <laughs> I did too. That it's music. Great. It's just I'm, the best. I'm, I'm glad you caught that as I passed it through the webcam. That was great. I caught it, took it, sent Good. it back. Yeah, I got it back. It, it, ten times the power. Well, this is so great. This is yeah. such an exciting episode. It is. I can't wait. I really can't. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. Me too. Me too. So, but before we get into the, the real, like, beefy cheese of this episode... We've got a little bit of a business that we do every episode, right? We got we got to do this. Got to do it. Got to do it. And that is talk about our beverages that are taking yeah. us through this episode. Yeah. Phil, why don't you hit us up? Tell us what you're drinking or, well, or slurping or Phil, sniffing. Phil Hudson's beverage of the evening is brought to you by Sonic's Half Price Shakes after eight all summer long. <laughs> that was great. And I have here a caramel Oreo shake. Medium size. And don't worry, ladies, I took my lactose intolerance pill before I ate it. Lactate! <laughs> Generic! <laughs> That's what I got, and it's delicious, and I love it, and well, I always it, throw away that stupid cherry on top. And we'd like to thank our sponsors, Lactate and Sonic. Who have no idea. We're talking about them and are probably going to sue us. Doesn't matter. They owe us money, or at least free <laughs> food and free Lactate. <laughs> So I have a very special drink. I've been saving this for like two weeks for just this episode. Okay. Well, not just this episode, but a very special Is episode. Is it the Dublin Dr. Pepper? No. What? Okay. Yeah, cane sugar. Oh, no. no they don't no. make them anymore. So my wife, this is going to give it all away, but my wife recently went on a trip. <laughs> she went on a trip. Where'd she go, Phil? Thailand. No. She went to New Zealand. She went to New Zealand. She went there for, for, for work. You know, she went, she, she's got her business. It works, which helps tone, tighten, and firm your skin. And um, she went, when she was there, to this wonderful, wonderful attraction known as Hobbiton. What? Yes. So no. she went to the actual set where they had Hobbiton, where they where they filmed all of the the Lord of the Rings films, and where they filmed all of the not all of it, but they filmed all of the Hobbit scenes, right? So she got to walk through the Shire. She got to see Bilbo's house. She got to go into the Green Dragon, the pub, and she got to eat food. She got to like smell the smells and hear the hear the birds and get a little sniff sniff. I totally want to have her on on and with an episode to give us a trip report on this because. From what she's told Please. me, it's like the type of thing that you and I feel would just goo all over ourselves about. Like we would just <laughs> love it. That sounds so, awesome. So when she went to New Zealand, I said, Nikki, if there's one thing I want you to bring back, I want you to bring me back a soda from New Zealand. So she took it to the next level, and she brought me back a soda from the Green Dragon Pub in the Shire. No. 
That's right. So she brought me the Hobbit South Farthing Frogmorton Ginger Beer. Yeah! And I uh. am so excited. I love that font. So it's, it's, got, it's got a little description here on the back. Our South Farthing range is traditionally brewed for Hobbiton. Movie set right here in Middle Earth, New Zealand. Served from the barrels of the Green Dragon Inn, our South Farthing range captures the taste of the Shire, home of the Hobbits. Spicy ginger, perfectly balanced with sweetness and tartness, this non-alcoholic brew is ideal for those driving the cart home. Wow. That's great. So I'm just so excited. Let's pop this top. You know, it's a traditional cap. Love that. Oh. It even sounds better. Oh, wow. It smells like a ginger beer. Lots of ginger. Let's get my glass here. Every week it sounds like it's a sound effect, and it's not. It sounds so great. It smells fantastic. Hey, can I get a whiff? Yeah, yeah. Get in here. Get in here. Mm. Yeah, take it in. Gingy. Gingy. Oh, yeah. That's nice. That's refreshing. It's actually pretty sweet, pretty strong. Not not like, not crazy strong. That is like a great ginger beer in my opinion because it's it's subtle. Like the, you can, but you definitely get a little bit of the burn in your throat, but not yeah. too much. Yeah. Like it's not trying to just knock your socks off like some of those like healthy ginger beers and stuff. Like this is this is well done and I am loving it. I love that it, it took this trip around the globe just to get here with us, to share this moment with Phil and I and, and with all, all smelly, of you smelly, smelly bellies. Yeah. It's great. That's awesome. Well, so you'll hear me sipping throughout the epi. Now, Phil, what do we love? What do we love? We love our movies. We love our movies. And this movie, you know, we, we've loved this, this whole ride. You know, we've been on, we went on our first ride and it, topped off with the movie then we went on a second ride and now this one's that second ride's being topped off with this movie so what what is it phil tell us what we're talking about avengers age of ultron that's right let's get a little clippy going let's do it avengers i'm gonna show you the end of the world boom on may 1st ultron's calling us out what are you gonna do something dramatic i hope let's go get in the fight a new age begins. When the dust settles, the only thing living in this world will be me. Avengers Age of Ultron. Wow. So, so Phil, I saw this last Friday. Um, I've only seen it one time. Uh, what, what's been your viewing experience so far? I've seen it one time. I actually went with my little brother from Big Brothers Big Sisters. We saw it... Uh, opening day and there was a fat guy behind me coughing and sneezing all over me the whole time sneezing all over you yeah like gross could feel it like wet stuff hitting yeah. so that detracted from my viewing experience but all in all i will say that it was a superhero film packed with action yes definitely yeah so i saw it uh, in the new imax uh, right here in, in vineyard I and uh, i splurged and, and went and saw it in the reclining seats. So reclining seats in the IMAX. Nobody in front of me. A big Hate wall you. behind me. No, no one's sneezing on me. 
The only problem is that I, I paid $80 towards this movie. What? Because I bought four tickets. because And it's priced up because, one, it's in the IMAX. Yep. So there's a little price hike. Two, it's in 3D. There's yeah. a price hike. <laughs> Three. That's funny you saw it in 3D because I didn't even see it in 3D. And you hate 3D and I'm okay with 3D. I hate 3D and I still do. Okay. Three, paid for the reclining seats. And that's not even counting our concessions. So concessions took us like up over over that. And and that granted, I did buy four tickets. So that I mean, it's twenty dollars per ticket basically. This, did you go as a whole family to watch it? Uh, no, I went on a date with my parents and oh, my great. wife, and so it was the four of us. Went cute. To see it. And cute. Uh, it was cat. It's cat. It's a cat. So I'm I. But I gotta tell you that those reclining seats were fantastic, and no, like I'm... the. The viewing angle is just perfect. You can see the whole thing. It's just, oh, man, it's going to be hard to not pay for that every single time. <laughs> All right, next time I'm there, we've got to go do this. Yes. And the next time that you and I are in Phoenix together, we will go to the AMC Dine-In Theater. Yes, I want to do that. So we can order our shakes and our mozzarella those, sticks and recline? our burgers. Yeah, you can, there's reclining seats, too. Well, maybe we'll have to add that to the smelly tour of, of 2015. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta figure we that gotta out. Fi- yeah, we these bellies—they've been waiting for Smelly Tour. They loved last when, time. When did we go to? When? What time of year was the Smelly Tour? Club Thirty Three. No, no, right. no—the one where I came out to Cali with you. Oh, that was May. That was that was a year ago. It was Dang end it. of May or beginning of June. Well, that was fun. We gotta get on that. Uh, maybe this summer. This summer is gonna mm-hmm. be good. It's gonna be a good time for the Smelly Tour. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk about some initial thoughts now. Well, let's talk box office first. Let's talk numbers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so Avengers: Age of Ultron domestic, meaning U.S. only, as of May thirteenth, has earned three hundred and twenty-nine million dollars on a two hundred and fifty million dollar budget. Okay. That's a success. All right, and Foreign has earned $607 million, putting it $936 million worldwide. Wow. So... Speaking... Sorry. Speaking of Foreign, did you hear about the Chinese subtitle issues? Yeah, I did. Talk about it, though. Well, so, I guess in China, the way that they did the subtitles, they translated them, like, way too literal. So when they're, like, talking about, like, let's go kill these guys, the way that it translated is, like, let's get out of here. They're, like... It, like people just were like walking out of the theater because it just didn't make any sense and I guess it was just terrible that's awful so they're fixing it now but anyway keep going yeah that's awful so let's let's just take a look at the showdown between the Avengers and the dark or the Avengers Age of Ultron okay so let me go back here 13 day totals the Avengers the first one earned 13 days that earned 395 million. The new one is only in 329 million. So, the old one is doing better. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, we Dem- still got time. Right, this is domestic. It's still, it's still probably already passed today or this weekend will pass, you know, a billion dollars. So, mm-hmm. no yeah. one's complaining. Oh, definitely not, no. Yeah. That's awesome. Hmm. Interesting. So, what's, what's the highest grossing? Was, is it still Dark Knight? What was what, the, like the highest mean? one of all time? Like how close is it? Or the highest of all time? Yeah. Um, it is not the Avengers. It's Titanic. No, I thought I thought Titanic got beat. Nope. Because they, oh maybe it's Avatar. Let me check. They but they released both. So you have to remember Titanic's been released like what like four times. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking initial release. Yep. So, um, Avatar is the overall record domestic, seven hundred and sixty million dollars wow. domestic. Nuts. That's in the U.S. And then Gone with the Wind adjusted for inflation beats that with one point six billion dollars. Hot dang, I did not know that. Yeah, you have to remember though that was back when there was no television and it was, you know, theaters what you did and the theaters were owned by the studios and it was like, you know, huge massive theaters yeah. with, you know, hundreds of seats. So it was a different time. Um But yeah, so let's see. Opening weekends has the record for largest opening weekend at two hundred and seven million. Maybe and that's then, what I'm looking at. Is that's domestic. Weekend. Yeah, worldwide, the largest opening weekend is Deathly Hollows Part 2 at 483 wow. million. Yeah. Okay, um, so it's not really even close. No. No. Not For some close. reason, I thought it was, like, close. But I, I am mistaken. I apologize, Billy <laughs> Buttons. Sorry, Billy Boys. Billy Gals. Single day record, Harry Potter Deathly Hollows, $91 million. Wow. Yep. I saw it. Been yeah. there. Seen that. Now, um, so now the Avengers has like ridiculous opening week records. It owns every record for opening week. So this is this has been building up this this episode, right? So the Avengers capped off like their first kind of run, right, of, as a team. Yeah, uh, and like of, a, of the Marvel of the Marvel superhero movies. Right, Avengers was the cap. Then we had With all, cap. We had, <laughs> then we had a bunch more, and this was the end of the second second part. Now we're going to be going into the third. You know, and Ant Man counts towards that. Doctor Strange, all of those that are coming Black out, Panther, which are going to be great. Yeah. And then it's going to end up with Infinity War, Part One and Part Two, which is like 2018 and 2019. We'll be talking about that in no time. It's crazy. Yeah, that's scary. Um, but but how? So if, I guess if you had to talk about like the the collection of films the first versus the second how have you felt if you kind of just think back on your feelings and emotions about the two how have i felt about them yeah yeah like how well how do you feel about the first what's it called there's a word for it well like the first set of movies up to end avengers and then the second set of movies and avengers part two like how um, do you feel about the, the comparison between the two of those like we're I gonna think, narrow it down from there yeah i me? think Personally, I think that the first set was better. I agree. But, yeah. but I think that I think that there's more films in that first set, though. You got uh, the Hulk. Are there? You got, yeah, you got the Hulk. You have Iron Man one and two. You have Captain America. Now you have what Winter and Thor. Now you have Winter Soldier and Thor, and Captain and Iron Man three. What else do you have? Let's see. All right, I'm, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling. It up. Okay, so this is phase one. They're in phases. Here we go. So phase one is Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, the first Avenger, and Marvel's The Avengers. Right. And phase two is... Phase two is Iron Man 3, Thor, The Dark World, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, oh, Guardians, yeah. Avengers, okay. Age of Ultron, and actually they're counting Ant-Man as part of phase two. Okay. So same number of films in, in both phases. And then just for reference, phase three is going to consist of Captain America Civil War, which I'm really excited yeah, about. Doctor Strange, which is going to be so good. I just know that the Cumberbund is going to knock it out of the park. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 2, 
Untitled Spider-Man film, Thor Ragnarok, which I'm excited about too, Infinity War Part 1, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Avengers Infinity War Part 2, and Inhumans. Wow. Ugh. Takes us through 2019. Jeez. That's crazy. That's just four years. Yeah. Crazy. So, so I agree. I like the first the first part too, but or the first phase as well. I think I think the reason I like it is because that's where we established like all these characters. That's where we fell in love with them. That's where we, I just remember like, Iron Man. Like Iron Man kicks us off, right? Yes. And you're just like, wow. Holy cow! I can do that. I can do more of this. I like yeah. this. This yeah. is great. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. But then and, and then Thor was great and Captain America the First Avenger was great and The Avengers was great. Like the Phase 1 really was just a pretty solid set. I, I mean Incredible say, Hulk, eh, you know, but No, nah, I disagree. I think I personally think The Incredible Hulk is way better than Captain America. And that's just because The Incredible really? Hulk still bounded. Yeah, Edward Norton was great. It's he was it's great, bounded but in not- this reality. Yeah. And you got Captain America with a fake World War Two, and it was too comic booky for me. It felt like the original, you know, Spider-Man trilogy, which is fine. But again, it's set in comic book world, not real world. Yeah, but we got Captain America after Thor. I mean, you want to talk about a crazy, weird world? Talk about Thor, right? But we, we, it's still established within our world. Like when he's here, yeah. he's still here. You know? Yeah, but like, but I feel like it, it gradually kind of got crazy. Like Thor got crazy. Like when the dude came into that, like the big metal dude showed up in this like tiny podunk town and just blows the whole thing away the like, guy that was the, like filmed in new mexico and the guy who like, did the why, art on that was from utah why would why would this beast you know go there you know of all the places of course it was to get the girl but whatever you know but that was the first time i was like okay well this is where it's going and i can deal with it and then captain america was all like the past and the history stuff and i had to give it a lot with 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 red skull but yeah. I still felt like it just kind of got a little bit more crazier and more crazier, but it's okay. Like I'm, I'm willing to give that to it. Right, and and to a degree, I do. I mean, I own it, right? And I don't own Thor. Oh, you if don't. that tells you anything. Yeah. Um, it does. So, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I, I don't know. I, I do, I do like it. It's just not. I don't know. For me, it was. It's the weakest of them all, but. Again, it's Captain America, and it's like one of the best stories, and I probably one of the most emotional stories for me is seeing this like pure-hearted like kid given this crazy power, which yeah. is great. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, so then, Phase Two, we've got Iron Man Three, which for me was just kind of like Neh. Thor: The Dark World, which is like okay, you know. Captain America: Winter Soldier, I loved. I was like, yes, I like this. This is that great. was one of the best films I think of all last year. And it then, was a great but conspiracy. But let's not forget like, about for, the best thriller. one in, in Phase 2, in my opinion, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, absolutely. Tops best it all. Best one in Phase 2. And then Tops Avengers Age of Ultron, right? And, and Avengers yeah. Age of Ultron, I mean, let's face it. I, th- I thought I enjoyed it. It was good. Did you hate it? Too. Was it bad? No, I'm just okay. eating my shake. It's melting. Oh, um, yeah. You got you to take time. We're not in a hurry. <laughs> Belly buttons will be here all night. Yeah, because they have nothing better to do than to listen to us talk. Nothing. I think that's called breaking the fourth wall. We just did that. We acknowledged our audience. I think that's Um, okay. It's a podcast. It's okay. Anyway, so I think – I can't remember what you said. Oh, did I like it? Yeah, I think think realistically the Blu-ray is supposed to have the, the entire cut. Yes. Did you hear about these numbers? Yeah, I'm totally excited about because, I mean, were you confused by the whole – Thor going into the pool thing and like 
Like they no. did not explain that. And then yeah. sorry, we got to like give a big old like spoiler warnings. <laughs> like spoilers are you really, coming. You really pooped that one up, Mike. <laughs> like okay, so after this point, we're talking spoilers. If you haven't seen it and you don't want it spoiled, then just turn us off. We don't want you to listen. Yeah, but come back and listen later. I mean, okay, you might like it. Yeah, sorry, know. continue, Phil. Yeah, I think. Um, uh, for me, again, I give it a lot because I understand this is a superhero movie. This is not James Bond. This is not, I mean, this is not Jason Bourne. It's it's a superhero film, so I'm going yeah. to give it some leeway. Yeah. I do think that a lot of things were rushed. I feel like the relationship between uh, Black Widow and the Hulk was very, like, forced. Yeah. I don't feel like that was, I mean, I, I'm okay with it. Like, I think it's fine. It yeah. makes sense from a character perspective, but it, there was nothing in the other films leading up to that. Well, she was the one that did go in the Avengers right. to get him, which right. there was like some like, I, I don't want to say like sexual tension, but there was like some like tension because it was just the two of them, right? And, and they right, even, even referenced refer- reference like, that meeting like, in, in this movie. Right. But so, so again, I, I do feel like it was, it was a little bit forced though. I didn't think it was forced more than it needed to be. Mm. So that being said, I, I do think overall the film was good. I'm glad i saw it i want to watch it again i i think i think that the the twins is a little much i didn't i mean really so i felt a little plot devicey for me i really liked the twins a lot a lot and uh they were they were one of my favorite parts about it and i feel like they should have actually so this this kind of gets into the blasphemy area for some people i think but I feel like they. I wish they wouldn't have killed off Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. I loved him. Like I thought he was so cool, and I, I think was he's a better, really, like, better hero than Scarlet Witch. So, well, but that's the thing. I feel like they they got to keep Scarlet Witch around too. I also, feel like, did you see the post? Did you see the post that time when both? <laughs> but what's his name again? Sorry, Quicksilver. Yeah, both Quicksilvers were friends, and it's uh, from Kickass, and they were friends in Kickass, and they both play Quicksilver yeah. in both <laughs> nice. series. <laughs> anyway, well, go ahead. Funny. Well, anyway, I feel like I honestly think that they they should have killed Hawkeye and not Quicksilver, and I thought they were going to Ooh, when Hawkeye was of the sitting family there. Thing? Yeah, he's sitting there talking about his family and like what he's gonna do next in the house. I was convinced. I was like, he's dying, and I was so excited because like I had heard the rumors that they were gonna kill off an Avenger. In this one, and and they like some people were saying it's going to be Black Widow, and some people were saying it's going to be Hawkeye, and like the way that it all played out, especially where Hawkeye had like such a bigger role than he did in the first one, like way bigger and like way more like personal. I feel like like it was setting us up to kill him. Like well, I, it would have been so much more emotional if they would have killed off Hawkeye instead of Quicksilver. oh absolutely absolutely. But at the same time, it's kind of forced again because. Because of the whole Phil thing from the first one, yeah, um, yeah. I, at the same time, it is Jeremy Renner, and he did have a three movie contract, which I knew going into it. Oh, oh. But he was pretty pissed. My understanding is he's pretty pissed after the first Avengers because he basically did nothing in the first one. Well, he doesn't have any superpowers. What's he gonna do? All he can do is shoot an arrow. That is all really, he can do. Really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, even he makes jokes about it in this movie. Like, <laughs> I'm just sitting here shooting. You know, like he's like, I got an arrow. None of this makes sense. Yeah, and and like that's fantastic. Like, 
and and it's those little bits of humor in there that totally make me give everything to the movie. Like I will let it get away with anything if they'll make jokes like that. So I had a conversation with someone and they said, "Do you feel like it was too funny like to push the line and try to make every like in the first one it was funny because Tony Stark was cracking jokes no one else was." And now it's like everyone's cracking a joke and they're trying like in this crazy stuff. I, I didn't feel like it was too funny. Like it didn't occur to me that it was like too funny that I was laughing too much. Like, hey Banner, don't don't are you playing what do you say? Don't play hide the cucumber with uh I hope you're not playing hide the cucumber with Romanoff. <laughs> I forgot about that. So yeah, I, I I don't know. I would love to see a graph of all of the Marvel movies and like a tick mark on the timeline for when jokes are made. Like and do a count. <laughs> that that should, you should be, do it. That should be my summer quest. That'll get you some karma points. Dude, that would take so long. I'd have to watch everything and record <laughs> everything. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. But if anybody... Oh, hire hire been, someone in the It would have been to perfect do to do during like a, the marathon. You know, you just have a stopwatch and you just oh, make yeah. a tally and a, and a time or whatever. That would have been good. Could have knocked out a lot. And it would have given me something to focus on. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Anyway, okay. I really feel like... I wish, I really wish that they would have killed off Hawkeye and kept Quicksilver, especially where we're going to have to be dealing with Qu- this Qu- Quicksilver character in the next X-Men. So, yeah. like, I feel like just to be nice, just to play nice with the other franchise, let's just do it. It also really bugged me that they couldn't call them mutants. It bugged me, and it pulled me out of the movie when they called them enhanced. Yeah, well... Like, I think it happened twice, and both times I was like, Psh- well, blame, uh, blame Marvel's lack of foresight back in the 90s when they sold it. Well, yeah. They whatever. sold the X-Men to Fox. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And what that's why do? they can't use it. But I just wish but that they, they could have Spider-Man. negotiated something. They got Spider-Man. Yeah, if they got Spider-Man, they couldn't negotiate the word mutant. I mean, come on. Come yeah. on. Because well. it, it literally pulled me out and I was like, what? What? Well, imagine Enhanced! Imagine slapping mutants into that world, though. You know the they are slapped created. into that world. Who are the mutants in that world right now? In the in the new Marvel superhero world, the X Men. The X Men don't exist in that world. Not yet. Well, they do now. They do with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch because they're they, enhanced. They're not mutants. No, but they are. They are still the characters, and they are still Magneto's kids. They were normal characters that they experimented on. No. They said that in the movie. They talked about how a bunch of people had died and they were the only ones with the will to survive and it was because they wanted to kill Tony Stark. Which I also feel was a little played up. I Because again, it's it's kind of like, oh yeah, we've already done this. We've already I, done the anti-Tony Stark. Well, and, and and talk about like Iron Man 3. Like was full of that. Like, Love the third one. Not so me. good. It's stupid. Um, so good. So, but here's the thing. Iron Man, or Tony Stark didn't learn like here, he creates this this freaking monster, Ultron, and then he does it again, and he creates Vision. Like it's just like, dude, learn your lesson. But anyway, how cool was Vision? Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I I was really I, confused though <laughs> as to why he could wield the the Thor's hammer. And he's pure. Because he's pure. He hasn't been affected by anything. And it took me until probably today or yesterday <laughs> to realize that. Because I've been sitting there great. thinking about it in the shower going like, why could... Because like the minute he oh. picked up that hammer, like in the theater, all around me, there was like an audible like, 
<laughs> yeah, know, like, like everybody gets. It was like in Star Trek, the second one, and it's like, my name is Connor. It was like, <gasps> you yeah. just feel the air disappear in the world. But it was so, so great. Even I, and I contributed. I was just like, holy <laughs> shit. And, yeah. and then he just, boom, whacked, you know. Oh, it's really it great. They waited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it's, no, it, it's great. And, oh, that scene in the club, like, when they're in Tony Stark's, like, the Avenger oh, Tower or whatever, and he, like, Captain it. America gets it, and Thor's face Makes is like, a budge. And he's just like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And Black, Vid- Black Widow's like, no, I don't need to do that. You know, she yeah. just doesn't even try. Like, everybody else tries. She's like, I'm good. No. Too much red in my ledger. Yeah. So yeah, good. I think overall, I think it's a great film. Um, I don't think it, uh, for me, I don't think it's necessarily a five-star film. Four and a half. Four and a half. Wow. Okay. I'm giving it four. I'm giving it four. Okay. Um, it's not. It's not as much of a classic to me. Like, the Avengers is a classic to me, and I love it. Um, and and it's one of those ones that I look forward to watching and rewatching. And this one I will watch and rewatch, but it's not gonna have the same effect. No. But at the same time, I feel like we had a little bit more of like this. Like having the characters just sit around and talk was a yeah. lot of fun. Like yeah. them sitting in Tony's and they're just joking around and like just hanging out. Like I really liked that. And it was a no, nice it was We a haven't great even break. talked though. We haven't even talked about the greatest part of the whole film. What? Hulk Buster Iron oh, Man. Dude. We it haven't was even so great. We haven't even started. I was really wondering how they would get it to happen. You know, because like Ugh. You know, the whole movie is about the Avengers fighting the, you know, Ultron, right? And we knew that going in. It's in the title. It's in the trailers. It's in everything. But they've shown the Hulkbuster so much in the trailers. I was like, what is going to be the scenario that causes them to start fighting? So, so cool. the way that the way that they did that, I was, I really liked it. Yeah. The so way, cool. The way that what was the name of the the computer that they called? Friday, it? my girl, Friday. Friday? I thought it was like... Oh, no, Friday... <clears throat> was it... No, Fr- is it Evangeline or something? Friday's the replacement Jarvis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I loved I loved that she's just this floating, like, mm-hmm. sentry, Satellite, right? Yeah. And she's just sending all of these things and watching him, like, rebuild his fist and <laughs> boom! And, like, the shockwave. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a solid four out of five for me, and I, I really want to see it again. Yeah, I give it a four and a half. I think for me it was fun, and I, I'm giving it. I think I'm giving it a lot of extra credit because I'm I'm waiting to see. I mean, the Joss Whedon cut. I'm yeah. waiting to see that three hour cut of the Avengers. Three I and think a half it's hours. Be great. I wonder if so. I know that they filmed um, scenes with Loki, and they ended up cutting them out. So I wonder yeah. if if Loki will be in there too. I hope so. I, I hope, hope so. so. Too. I feel like I feel like Loki was definitely like missing from it. Because he's kind of just been so like continuous through everything, yeah. and uh, but and, and he just they just said that they just had to cut it. You know, they yeah. just didn't have the time. Well, he even said. I mean, if you read the article talking about how this one almost killed him, and how he just yeah. like couldn't talk, and he was just like, yeah, and he was talking about how he wouldn't do another one at this point because yeah. it's it's six years of his life. It's not just like a film. Yeah, yeah. You well, know. and that's the thing. It's so easy for everybody to just crap on it and say, uh, it's too much action. You know, it's just nonstop or I hate the love scene or you're a feminine or you're not you're not being treating women fairly. And, you know, all this which stuff. is funny because he's more of a feminist than anyone. Any director yeah, yeah. in Hollywood. But like yeah. he's just 
it's so much work, especially because he's writing it and directing it. Like, if he were just writing it, like, you know, we probably wouldn't have as good of a film, but it probably wouldn't have affected him as much. Or if he was right. just directing and not having to worry about all that. Like, I can't imagine the stress that he has to make these insanely, like, good films, but that have to appeal to this huge, oh, to the entire so much world. expectation. So well, much expectation. And that's what I wonder. Like, I wonder if... Um, and based on some things that I read, like I wonder if he wanted to kill off Hawkeye, and, he, and they wouldn't let him, you know, probably, or or anything like that. Like how much the studio influenced the film, and it's yeah. more about protecting the like the whole phase or the whole cinematic universe or whatever it is, you know. Yeah, and there's, less there's... about making one solid film. I think I talked about this before on our podcast, but there's this great, um, great podcast episode. It's the Script Notes podcast with John August and Craig Mazin. And it's all about screenwriting, and they interview the writer of Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's actually a woman, not, not James Gunn. So the director rewrote enough of it that he could claim full story credit. But she wrote the story, worked on it for so long, and she wrote like versions of Thor and all this. And she talks about how it's really hard because you write a movie, and then all of a sudden Marvel comes in and, okay, great. Now you need to add Thanos in there because we need that for this. And you have to like change your whole story because the Marvel like system trumps yeah. everything you've written about it. Well, a really interesting podcast. I think everyone should listen to it. But yeah. yeah. Well, and that kind of goes back for me to something that I think we talked about. Maybe we talked about a couple episodes ago, but it's just getting like, it's getting to be too hard to keep up on all of this. Like, so we've got all these movies coming out. We've got, um, Agents of Shield. We've got Daredevil. We've got mm-hmm. all these new ones coming out. Daredevil's Agent Carter, great, man. We Daredevil haven't even talked about Daredevil. So oh great. my gosh, so you great. Need, just stop listening right now and go watch Daredevil on Netflix. It's worth it to get a subscription just to watch it. Binge it. Yeah, yeah. I did. So I watched it in like a weekend. Yeah, but but that's the thing. It's so much work to stay up on it. Like I haven't seen any of Agents of Shield because yeah, I just either. don't have the time to drop an hour every week to this show. Like I'm, I got all my other shows. Yeah, and like, like Agent Carter has like special superhero powers. Yeah. I just, like, hey, get to that in episode six or something. I feel like it's just getting too broad. And and because of that, they have to include all these little hints. and Because there are, like, things that I guess in um, Avengers or Age of Ultron that tie in with, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And that tie in with, um, what's it called? Agent Carter. So, I don't, I don't know. And then, uh, let's, who haven't we talked about? We haven't we haven't talked about Nick Fury or uh, yeah. or Colby, Colby Smolders. Yeah, she's great. I feel like they were both kind of underused. I think the full cut will have a lot more of that though too. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, because so. again, they're not they're not necessary, so you have to count what's not absolutely vital to the story. Right. How about, how about because, you War know, Machine's just, joke? Like talking what? about like the joke that kills with everyone, and Thor's just like not impressed at all. <laughs> Which and then, one? So War Machine is, ta- is oh, telling yeah, him yeah. the story. Yeah. Oh, what's, what's he telling the story about? Like, He's like I don't know, some so mission he, that he did. So I, I just set the tank on his front step. Yeah. yeah and and Thor is just, just like not impressed. Him. And he's like, that kills with everyone. And then like two minutes later, it shows <laughs> it just <laughs> killing. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So great. Anyway. Well, we are. Oh, you're not along. even talking about um, what's his name? Um, Vulture or whatever his name is. The Falcon. Yeah. Falcon. He was great in it too. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Yeah, uh, I, I wish there was more of him because yeah. I really learned to like him in um, 
in Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. I, I think we'll have more Falcon in Civil War. I think so too. I hope it's so good. at least. It's great, man. It's great. All right. Well, you know, we've we've gone on, we've gone over our time because we're both just giddy talking about this. Love it. Uh, Love it. Obviously, we want to hear your thoughts too. So if you got totally. any thoughts, please write it, put it on the Facebook page, let us know what you're thinking. Um, cause everyone knows Mike doesn't have a really good opinion. It's just my opinion here carrying the show. It's and, true. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, did I talk too much? Is that, is that what you're hinting? No, at? no, I'm saying this is like one of the first times I've given a film a higher score than you have. No, oh, no. I always give the film yeah, a higher no, score than you, you do. do. We're <laughs> always mind. about a half a star off. <laughs> it's yeah, it's true. But, um, never mind. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking caramel shake and it's going to my head. Getting caramel drunk. You. It's the best. Kind I want to get. Wa- I want to get chocolate wasted. <laughs> Choco wasted. All right, Smelly Bellies. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you listening. And again, if there's anything we can do to improve the show or do better for you, please let us know. You guys rock. <laughs>